Hi, it's Lynn, your adulting coach. Our kids are transitioning from school to adulting. Even if it's been a few years, they're still in the middle of that transition. It's taking some time because there's a lot to transition and it's uncomfortable. So there's some avoidance happening and that is the reason why they're on screens or doing other things that distract them from taking the actions they need to build a life that they want. We notice in our own lives that little transactions are uncomfortable. I mean, I just want to escape that discomfort. Big transitions are super challenging, you know, like the ones they're experiencing right now. So why is that? Well, first, because I'm not sure that our kids feel the ownership of this transition yet. They haven't quite pictured where they want to be when they're an adult. It takes a while to form that picture of, of what they're going to be doing, how they're going to be thinking, and what they're going to be feeling when they're building that life on their own. So it gets, you know, a little lonely because they used to have a crowd of people around them at school. Now they don't. And they're escaping into their rooms often. And a lot of those connections that they used to have are just gone. People move on. Our, I, their identity is changing. I mean, it's, you know, when we do these transitions from school to adulting or from adulting to parenting or getting married or whatever it is, partnering, whatever it looks like, our identity changes. And they're in the middle of deciding what their identity is going to be. We need to make decisions during these transition periods. I mean, there's a lot of new things that we haven't had to face when that whole structure of the school, the school calendar, the school day, the school homework and expectations is all gone. And so there's a lot of decisions that we make about what do we expect from ourselves? How are we going to structure our day? What are we going to do to create the habits that we have to create that are necessary for us to do what needs to get done and get some adult traction. We just, you know, are facing new things and don't feel good enough. I mean, our life seems like it just isn't going very well. These are the two most common concerns that all humans have. And there's a lot of unknowns. Our brains do not like the unknowns. They don't like transitioning into job searching and interviewing and sometimes getting the job and sometimes losing the job and sometimes finding the job just isn't a good fit. We, you know, we have a hard time preparing for all these changes and we can't really predict what is going to work and what, what isn't going to work. A lot more thinking is required and frankly, we're much more... Um, emotional. Our, our nervous system isn't as regulated because it's just scary. There's just a lot of new things going on and it's exhausting and very uncomfortable. And so sometimes we sleep longer or we spend more time in our beds um, on screens or, you know, just trying to feel better that's the problem we're trying to solve. If we don't like the way we're feeling, we're trying to solve to feel better. And, you know, this unstructured and unpredictable life that we're having right now is not at all 
what we've come to expect. So our brains are going, how much resources? Where's the, where's the, how do I keep us safe? How do I keep us connected to the tribe? And right now they've lost, you know, that tribe is gone. That school culture is gone. And so they need to create a new one. And maybe it's just us for a while. Maybe it's just the family. When you look at the research, it suggests that all transitions are going to have an impact. And they start from the, the toughest impact, which is the death of a spouse on a scale of 1 to 100. That one's 100. And everything else falls underneath that. You'll notice that beginning or ending school is in there around the 20s and changing in their living conditions. Maybe that's, you know, when they've decided to go to college or and, and live in a dorm or if they've decided to move out. Those are the that's the kind of impact. Those are in the 20s. They're not as bad as, you know, the death of a spouse or whatever, but they sure are difficult for our kids. And that's what the research suggests. So I want us to notice that we don't like transitions either. I mean, even little transitions cause discomfort. We want to escape them. So sometimes we go and have a snack. We argue with ourselves. There's a lot of confusion. What should I do next? Like even just getting up from the couch after watching a show or, you know, binge, binge watching some, um, you know, the streaming options that are just infinite out there now, we have to kind of negotiate with ourselves. Am I going to get up now? Oh, no, this is so cozy. Maybe I have to just pet my dog a little bit longer. And you can just kind of see how we negotiate with ourselves. It's not so much fun. We, um, you know, this, we have to transition from, okay, I know I'm comfortable in my couch. What am, what am I going to do next? There's a little bit of fear of, you know, what's that going to look like? Am I going to be able to get to where I want to next? Um, and, you know, there's a transition with relationships, just as there was with these big transitions. We're alone or we're together. It's just a difference. And our brain's going, I don't like this change. Our identity changes. We change from being somebody watching TV to somebody that, you know, has to get the kids to bed or has to get ourselves to bed or has to, you know, clean up and and get the house ready, uh, ready for the evening sleep. So just notice that a lot of this discomfort that we experience and these arguments that we have and the indecision that happens is mostly unconscious. And it's really, it really helps us to notice that it affects us as much as it does our autistic adults. And what, you know, notice that it's requiring energy and it's because it's a transition. So how do we minimize this discomfort? We make decisions in advance. We decide what, who we want to be. That's more important than what we're going to do who we want to be, what's our, what are our strengths, and how are we going to make sure that they are used in our everyday actions. Because the closer we are to being the person that we want to be, the happier we are, the more, um, the more fulfilled we feel. The, this is the path to flourishing. And we want to, if we can, make our schedule as predictable as possible so we can even block it out, like, in in the practice that I have now, I do some one-on-one coaching, but I and I mostly do group coaching. So in the morning, I usually am preparing 
my marketing materials, gathering and learning in the morning, and then in the afternoon, usually that's when I'm working one-on-one with people or in groups with people. So I sort of blocked my schedule out, and then after that it's dinner prep, and then dinner and eating, and then after that it's usually settling down for about an hour to watch something um, on the television. When I create my routines with intention, then I have fewer decisions to make. I know I'm safe. I know where my energy is going, so there's no surprise to the way that I allocate it. And I'm able to block time with the people that I care about so that we have those connections that are so valuable that are really part of flourishing. So this is a summary of the concepts that Jody Moore presented. She's one of my coaches that she presented in one of her podcasts that I thought were so relevant to the transition between schooling and adulting and why it's, hard, it's, it's tough and why we need to pay attention to what's going on. And it kind of explains why this is um, taking more time than we expected. And I hope it's helpful for you to notice what's going on, for the parents to notice what's going on um, as well, so that we can clearly be compassionate with each other and understand that this is all part of human, being human. So I hope that's helpful, and bye for now.